Welcome to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. My name is Lonnie Mitchell, and I'm a self-love and mindset coach for overwhelmed moms and women craving more. This woman is ready to rediscover herself, love herself, and become her best self to step into the confident badass she knows she is. Each week, I'll be giving you tips and tools on everything mindset, self-love, healthy habits, and more. So if you're ready to release all that no longer serves you, break free from your limiting beliefs, and become aligned in mind, body, and spirit to become your most confident self, let's get into it. What's up, you beautiful badass, and welcome back to another episode of the Weightless Warrior Podcast. Today, I'm going to give you the three things that I wish I knew going into my self-love journey. Self-love journeys, one, I'm just going to give you this right off the bat, okay? This is not one of the three, but it never ends. I once had a girl ask me before, you know, how do I know when I'm done healing? Like, how long does this journey take? And I couldn't help but like shake my head because I felt so bad for her because I used to also think our self-love journey could just be, you know, okay, I'm going to spend six months really working on myself and then I'm going to be good. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to become my best self. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be going after my goals. And you start this journey and there's no ending to it. Who we are is constantly evolving and growing. The experiences we face, like we're constantly having new experiences. And so It's a thing where you're constantly learning more and more about yourself, uncovering more and more about yourself, and evolving into a newer, better version of yourself consistently with the knowledge that you are accumulating throughout these times, throughout these experiences. So the first thing I want to tell you is just know it is a journey. Let go of the expectations. Let go of the time constraints, the time limits. Let go of... The fact that I'm not doing this fast enough or I'm going too slow. There is no perfect time for you. It is literally based on your own time. You cannot compare your self-love journey to someone else's. So there's a lot of grace that is needed. So with that being said, I already started going into the tangents, okay? Like (laughs) we know by now that these podcasts, I always end up going to tangents, right? So let's get into the top three things I wish I knew going into my self-love journey. So the first one piggybacks off of this and that's radical self-acceptance. A lot of people will go into their self-love journey looking to fix themselves, right? Okay, if I can just heal and if I can just, you know, do the therapy, do the healing, do the mindset, the meditation, then I'm going to be good. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to, you know, be healthy. I'm going to feel good in my body. I'm going to set those boundaries. Everything's going to be good. And it's just going to be daisies and rainbows. So the thing is, is that is going in with the mindset of fixing yourself. And are you really learning to love yourself if you are just trying to fix yourself? So let me give you an example. A lot of the women that I work with, they feel uncomfortable in their bodies. They just want to feel confident in who they are in their body, learn to be healthy, stop with these self-sabotaging behaviors and the emotional stressful eating, things like that, right? And they want to be consistent with working out, not necessarily just to get skinny, but to feel strong and to just be healthy within themselves, but they just can't seem to stick with it and they get frustrated. Well, 
Why is that? So I can relate because I struggled with this for 10 years, probably even more until I realized this missing key of acceptance. Because what I was doing was essentially trying to fix myself and I was disassociating with my body. I was like, okay, I don't like my body, um, so I'm just going to work out and eat right and do these things until my body looks a certain way to where I feel I can step back into it, right? Because here's the thing. Yes, we're, <laughs> we're living in our body, right? We walk to work. We, you know, go grocery shopping and pick up things with our hands. We are living within our body, but there's a difference between just going about your day being in automatic mode versus being actually connected into your body, right? There's a difference between being connected within your head, within your heart, within your body. And so most of the time we're living in our head. And so we'll see our body in the mirror and go, oh, God, I don't like the way that looks. Okay. Um, I'm going to avoid the mirror. I'm going to avoid the scale. And I'm just going to like essentially abandon. You're essentially abandoning a huge part of you because you don't feel it's good enough. So when it looks the way you want it to look, then you'll come back to it. Oh, crap, but here's the thing. Even if you did lose the weight, you're gonna find something else that you don't like about it, right? There's always gonna be something that you can find. Whereas if you learn to accept it and truly step into your body, it feels that love, right? So think about just even yourself as an adult or even as a kid, if you feel abandoned, you're going to kind of shut down, right? You're not going to want to work that great. You're emotionally struggling now. But if you're feeling loved, if you are getting that praise, if you're getting those feel goods, you're going to have way more energy. You're going to feel way more motivated. And so there's this emotional aspect of coming back into our bodies and giving it love and giving it acceptance while we are going through our journey, not abandoning it until we quote unquote finish, you know, get to that finish line, right? And so I think that's another reason why these quick fixes are so prevalent and they earn so much money. If you think about it, the the weight loss industry is what? It's somewhere between 72 and 78 billion dollars. And yet we still have so many people who are uncomfortable with themselves. Why? Because they're not teaching you the missing factor of self-love, of self-acceptance. And so when you're struggling to truly accept yourself and saying, well, I'm not worthy until I reach this weight, then what are you going to do, right? You're saying, I'm not worthy. And our brains like to prove ourselves correct. So what are we going to do? We're going to feed into that limiting belief to make it true so we're going to self-sabotage whenever we get stressed or we feel emotional we're going to reach for the sleeve of cookies we're going to reach for the ice cream we're going to reach for the pizza or the in and out burger whatever it is or we're just going to sit there and feel sorry for ourselves and have a little binge session so what you're doing is self-fulfilling this limiting belief of i'm not good enough and then you wonder well why can't i just stick to my goals well, because you say you want this goal of being healthy and confident within yourself, within your body, but your subconscious is saying, I'm not worthy yet, and I'm not going to be worthy until I have that, but because I don't feel worthy now, let me continue 
to do these behaviors that I know to do when I'm feeling unworthy. Let me continue to fulfill that feeling of feeling unworthy. Even though it's uncomfortable, it's a feeling that I know. Even though I don't like it, I know this feeling. So there is some level of comfort in it. Does this make sense, you guys? So I'm using weight loss and the body as an example because so many women I talk to struggle with feeling confident in their body. However, this idea, this concept can be applied to pretty much anything, right? Even let's say another example would be that you are too trusting, right? I hate the fact that I'm so trusting. I always get screwed over. Like, why am I so nice? You know, I just need to set hard-ass boundaries and I just need to be a badass about it and do my own thing, not care about anyone else. And I'm just not even ever going to trust anyone ever again, right? Have you ever felt that way? So what you're now saying to yourself is, I am not worthy of love because I'm giving too much of it away and you're abandoning this piece of yourself. You're running away from this piece of yourself now. And the thing is, is, and you've heard me say this before, what we resist persists. So if you're going around saying, oh my gosh, I hate that I'm so trusting. I hate that I care too much. Then you're going to continue those patterns or you're going to go to the very other end of the spectrum and you're not going to like that version of yourself either. Whereas if you can learn to accept yourself and say, you know what, maybe I have been too trusting before. How is it possible that I'm still worthy of love? How is it possible I am still enough just as I am? Can I learn to sit with that aspect of myself that maybe I don't quite like, but still find acceptance within myself? Accept that I do that, right? Because if what you resist persists, then what you can accept can change. So the point to all of this is when I started my self-love journey, I really had to look at the aspects of myself that I did not care for. There was a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of resentment, a lot of regret. And I literally, I remember being on a dock and just sitting there and saying, okay, can I accept that I feel this way? Can I look at this, acknowledge it for what it is and say, you know what? I'm still worthy of love. And look, I'm not saying it's that easy. Yes, there's some deeper emotional work that I did that went into it that I teach other people as well, whether it's through one-on-one coaching or the academy. But that question can quite literally change your life. The questions that you ask yourself are crucial because if you want better results, you need to start asking better questions because these questions are programming your mind. So if you're constantly asking yourself, why am I like this? Why do I overthink? Why do I trust too much, right? So if you're asking yourself, well, why do I trust too much? You're first of all validating your ego saying, okay, I trust too much, this is not safe. Rather than maybe you trust enough, you're just trusting the wrong people. So instead a different question you could ask yourself is, how can I trust in a way that might feel safer for me? Or how can I trust myself more to know regardless of what anyone does to me, I'm going to be okay. And I will know my worth enough to know whether I should walk away, whether I should stay, whatever the next action is, right? So the questions you ask yourself are so important. 
And so again, it's just, there's so much we could get into self-acceptance here. Um, and I will do another podcast specifically on learning to accept yourself and how to do that. But I did promise you two other things. So let's get into that. So the second thing that I wish I knew on my journey was it's going to be lonely. And even if you have great support, it will still be lonely. And I'll explain why. So first of all, you will likely lose people along your journey. It's a hard reality. It's a hard fact because here's the thing. A lot of people will connect with you based on your suffering, right? There's that old saying, misery loves company. So maybe the connection you've built with some people have been based on your suffering and creating that connection of, oh, we both hate our bodies. Okay. You know, oh, we both like to eat really crap food or, you know, oh, we're both struggling with money. Okay. And you just build these relationships based on the things that you have in common. A lot of the times those are struggles. So if you continue or if you choose to elevate yourself and get off of that struggle bus and say, no, I'm done struggling. I'm done with this. I'm done not liking myself. I'm done not being kind to myself. I'm done with being stuck in situations that I don't like. And you elevate yourself from that. Some people may be happy for you. Other people may say, oh, she thinks she's better than everyone else because you're triggering them now because it's nothing to do with you necessarily. It's they see, oh, well, she can change it. So shit, I... I guess technically I could change it if I want to. And so they're feeling that pressure of responsibility and they don't like that, right? Because we like things easy. So there's also the third aspect of it where you have built this connection. Your foundation is based off of your struggles together and you find that you don't actually have much more in common than you think. So that's one reason why you might lose people. Another one is those who have been benefiting off of your lack of boundaries, your lack of self-worth, they're going to get pissed off because they no longer can do that. So yes, some people will leave your life. Now, the reason why I say even if you have a great support system, it's going to feel lonely is because you, by going through the self-love journey, it essentially is breaking down all these layers of yourself and learning yourself on such a deeper level to where you realize the identity I thought I had was not actually my identity at all. So it's like you're not abandoning yourself per se. It can feel like it because you've had this identity, but you now realize it has not been serving you and it's actually constructed based off of survival mechanisms and patterns and limiting beliefs. And now you're saying, no, I'm, I'm worthy of more. I want more. And I'm learning how to give myself more. So you're saying goodbye to this version of you that you once knew. And it's like this void where it's, I don't, I don't know what my new identity is, but I know I'm not this old identity either. Like, what the heck am I? Then as you continue the self-love journey, you might grasp onto this new identity of, yes, I'm confident. I know how to set boundaries. I'm taking care of my body. I'm taking care of my mental well-being. You know, I'm doing all the things. And then as you continue further and further on in your journey, you're going to go back to that idea of, hey, everything is just these mental constructs and I'm constantly evolving. And so my identity is also going to evolve. And these labels feel kind of restrictive 
right? So labels are our safety nets. Labels are our safety nets. And when we finally learn to get that safety within ourselves, we realize, you know what? Sometimes I'm shy. Sometimes I'm outgoing. Sometimes I am a badass. And other times I just want to be in a blanket and someone hold me, right? And so there's all these different labels that you start to realize, um, I don't really fit into any of these because I'm so multidimensional and it can, it can change, right? So they start to feel restrictive and you go back to learning, really, there is no identity. You just are you. You just be, right? The more you let go of these labels, the more you let go of these quote-unquote identities you must have, right? We look at movie stars and we think, well, they must be a certain kind of way. Football players must be a certain kind of way. If you are a yogi, you must look and act and dress a certain kind of way. And so society puts all these labels upon ourselves and how we must mold ourselves to fit that label. And then when we realize, well, I love yoga and I'm very spiritual, but I don't necessarily fit into what society tells me I should act like or I should look like for that. Sometimes I like to wear the Balinese pants and flowy dresses and stuff like that. And other times I like to dress up fancy. And so it creates this little mindfuck of, well, crap, what, what am I then? And then as you're going through this self-love journey and you're doing more and more of that work, you realize I'm just me and I don't actually need the labels. So anyway, again, (laughs) another tangent. Actually, I'm going to be doing a whole nother podcast episode on that as well. And I'm going to be bringing in another coach for that to provide her insight as well, because her and I were having a little coffee chat date online to catch up. And we, look, we were catching up on life and then we just started going into all these different things. So it was amazing. And we have some great podcast ideas. But that being said, let's go into the third thing. So we have radical self-acceptance. It's going to be lonely, but also having the right mindset. And this is actually kind of what I was talking about at the beginning. And I just did things out of order of how I planned it, which is totally okay. So let's just circle back to the right mindset. Don't go into this thinking I need to fix myself, right? Again, a lot of people go into fitness saying I need to fix my body. I need to fix the way I feel within my body and then they just start repeating the same patterns over and over again because what they're doing is actually resisting themselves. That's not to say you shouldn't want to be treating your body right and nourishing it and everything like that. Absolutely. But when you're doing it from the place of, oh my god, I have to fix myself, I don't like myself, it creates this resistance. Whereas if you can say, I love and accept myself just as I am, I am enough. And because I love myself, I want to nourish my body. Because I love myself, it feels good to move in a way that is fun, right? Having an exercise that you enjoy, like dancing and doing that, you know, five times a week or three times a week, whatever it is, is going to be way better than if you absolutely hate weights and you are dragging yourself to the gym three times a week and because you hate it so much, you end up maybe even going just once a week, right? 
So if you can find something that you enjoy, you're going to have much more success with it. But it's also the fact of you're taking the pressure off of yourself. When you can accept and love yourself for who you are right now, you're taking that pressure off of yourself and everything is energy. So again, I go back to what you resist persists. So if you are resisting who you are, you're not going to get the results that you want. Does that happen 100% of the time? No. A lot of people, they can get right into that masculine energy and just do, 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 go, go, go. And they get what they want, but then they realize, oh, I'm actually still not quite happy with who I am. I actually still don't have that confidence. Whereas if they started doing that healing work first, maybe it takes a little bit longer to get there. But they're learning to love who they are, and they're not going to have to go through these two different quote-unquote journeys, right? It's all going to be part of the same one. Let me know if that makes sense, you guys. I feel like that was a little bit of a roundabout way to say it, but that's how it came out. So my point is, is when you truly learn to love and accept yourself, you're releasing that pressure from your body and that's going to allow your mind, your heart, your soul to open up more to do the things that you want them to do, that they want to do right? So if you're resisting, oh my gosh, I hate that I trust people so much. I'm never going to trust anyone. Again, your whole body, your heart, your mind, it's going to feel resistance and it's going to grab on essentially to that fight or flight mode. Whereas if you can still soften into that and say, okay, I have been hurt by this. Can I accept that maybe sometimes I am too trusting? but I'm still loved, I'm still lovable, I'm still worthy. What is another way that I could go about this that feels good to me so that it's authentic to me? Because I, I do enjoy giving people the benefit of the doubt. I do love people, so I don't want to cut everyone out, but I also need to figure out how to manage these relationships in a way that work for me and where I'm not being taken advantage of, right? And so it's going deeper into that. So do you see how that's so different? Um, so again, I know we're kind of going into <laughs> another tangent, but having that right mindset into your self-love journey of it's not a marathon, there's no finish line, it's not a sprint, it's an ongoing, evolving thing. So release the pressure of, okay, I have to figure this out, I have to do it by X amount of time. Instead, just allow life to show you the experiences. You're going to continually be healing. You're gonna continually find new things that you love about yourself. You're gonna continually find things that you don't quite like about yourself. But if every time you something popped up where you're like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that I just responded that way or oh, I don't like you know, the fact that, oh, okay, I just had a kid and now my tummy is a little bit loose. Oh, that's gross. I don't like that, right? Whatever you're going on through in your journey, if you keep finding something you don't like about yourself and then disassociating with your body, with your mind, with your heart, with you at your core soul, God, that sounded so corny, but you get what I mean, right? If you disassociate with that, then you're going to constantly be in this state of pain, 
Whereas if you can learn to accept it, then you are going to learn to have way more ease in your life. You're going to attract way more ease. Not saying easy, not saying everything's going to be easy, but there's going to be more ease to it. You will see situations as learning opportunities rather than why is this happening to me, right? So acceptance is such a huge part. I know I talked, I know I said, okay, last thing's mindset. And then I kind of went back into acceptance, but everything is connected. Hopefully with this podcast, you see that, that it is all connected. Okay. So I'm going to repeat the three things just really quickly. Three things I wish I knew at the start of my self-love journey is you need to have radical self-acceptance. It's going to be a bit lonely. You're going to lose people. It's part of the journey. It's normal. It's natural. And then also having the right mindset of it, of not that you're doing this to fix yourself, not that there is, you know, an end destination, but that this is an ongoing journey and you're simply learning to fall deeper in love with yourself every single day. So until next time, make sure you're loving yourself fiercely and unapologetically. Thank you for listening to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. I hope you got value out of this episode. And if you did, I would love and appreciate so much if you would take 30 seconds to click that review button on Spotify to give this podcast a review and share on Instagram what your biggest takeaway was with hashtag Weightless Warrior. Until next time, go love yourself fiercely and unapologetically. <laughs>